Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, Experts Detect Biggest Ever Distributed Denial of Service Attack. A French security company has been the target of the biggest distributed denial of service attack ever measured, with incoming traffic reaching just over 400 gigabits per second. The cyber assault on Cloudflare ultimately slowed or denied web access for hundreds of millions of people. Initially, the data flood hit the Spam House Project, an organization that tracks spam-related activity, at rates up to 90 gigabits per second. A Dutch communications service provider has reportedly taken credit for the incident, saying Spam House was abusing its influence. Spam House hired Cloudflare to end the attack, but after setting up defenses, the security vendor itself became the target of a 100 gigabit per second data assault. When that didn't shut down Cloudflare's operations, the attackers went after the company's network providers until the data flow reached its peak. In the process, several providers' networks became congested, affecting web access for hundreds of millions of users. The assailants used a network time protocol reflection attack, an increasingly popular approach among hackers. The protocol copes with network latency by synchronizing the time settings on computers across the Internet. Reflection attacks make fake synchronization requests to network time protocol servers, which then transmit a flood of replies to targeted sites. Security vendor Arbor Networks, in its ninth annual Worldwide Infrastructure Security Report, said huge denial-of-service attacks are becoming bigger and more common and will continue to do so. Our second story is, privacy advocates express concern about information-gathering light system at Newark Airport. A terminal at Newark Liberty International Airport in the United States has begun using an LED lighting system that gathers data about various activities occurring within and around the facility. The system includes sensors and video cameras that collect information about, for example, long lines at security checkpoints, license plates of arriving cars, and passenger behavior. Chips run software that identifies problems and determines whom to contact. Wireless networks are then used to notify authorities of problems. Proponents say these technologies enable more efficient management of complex operations, which has made their use more popular. However, people at organizations such as Indiana University's Center for Applied Cybersecurity Research and the Center for Democracy and Technology say that using lighting systems to gather information about unsuspecting people who have not approved such activity could ultimately endanger personal privacy. They say designers of such systems don't always adequately consider what data they really need to collect or how they'll effectively secure and manage it. Smart lighting was originally designed to help governments and companies conserve energy by automatically turning lights off when not needed. However, the use has grown in recent years as the technology has become more affordable. Numerous cities, such as Boston and Copenhagen, are working with smart public lighting systems for purposes such as security and traffic control. Our final story is cooling supercomputers cheaply by dunking them in liquid. One of the major ongoing expenses with supercomputers is air conditioning the massive heat-producing machines. 
Keeping them from overheating can require tens of millions of dollars in electricity. Now, vendors have come up with a new approach to make the process less expensive, immersing supercomputers in liquids. This not only reduces the amount of electricity consumed, but eliminates the need for companies to buy equipment for air conditioning and air filtering. This could become very important because supercomputer use is becoming more widespread, in part because of the increasing amount of data that organizations are collecting. Scientists at the Tokyo Institute of Technology have immersed their Tsubami KFC supercomputer in mineral oil using technology developed by the U.S.'s Green Revolution Cooling. The Green 500 list of energy-efficient computers, compiled by Virginia Tech University computer scientists, named the machine as the most energy-efficient of its type. Unlike water, mineral oil and liquid fluoroplastics don't conduct electricity and thus won't cause electricity-related problems. To avoid damage, some parts are sealed. Supercomputer makers have long used water to cool their machines, but only by running it inside pipes that pass through the systems. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.